Better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air sign's flashing. Broadcasting live and local. This is Lee Faulkner on 864 Triple M. And welcome to the podcast where you can sit back, relax and catch up on some of the things you might have missed out on. You'll also hear some of the things that don't quite make it to air, like my full unedited chat with the frontman of the Hoodoo Gurus, Dave Faulkner, as we dissect the brand new album, Chariot of the Gods. If you're a Hoodoo Gurus fan, you definitely don't want to miss out on this. So that's coming up for you very soon. Uh, as well as that, uh, a special We Will Rock You edition of Friday Foodies, getting you uh, into the mood for the big production of We Will Rock You. We'll revisit uh, the cafe from this week as well. And, of course, we have to kick it off with this. It is uh, the only way to find out what is happening when it comes to rugby league. It's footy tipping at its best, the smelly boot. On the Darling Downs Triple M. Start a bottle mark when you need your favourite drinks delivered fast. Well, once again, this is the smelly boot thanks to Bottle Mart and obviously we didn't do enough to offend people uh, too badly last week so they've allowed us to go for at least another round uh, and it's a very good morning to our tipsters. Paul Solid Rudy from k Plumbing Supplies, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Lee. Good morning, Gov. Good morning, everyone. And a very good morning to Gov, mate. I, I, I leave you uh, there to introduce you last because uh, congratulations after round one. You're out in front. You got five out of eight and uh, Solid and I with a four out of eight, just a pass mark for the first round. Well, I tell you what. Me leading with five doesn't say much about you, blokes. So I can give you the tip. Yeah, well, that's very true. Yeah, too. well done, Gov. It's a bit like St George, mate. You'd be leading early and then you'd be gone when the big chance is on, mate. Down well, the ladder. Is good. Least is good to be running into fresh air anyway. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yes, Lee, right. can you just mute him, please? Just <laughs> All right. Well, let's see how we go for the rest of this round now, getting into tonight's games. Uh, five o'clock, Netstrata Jubilee Stadium, and it is the Big Red V who are absolutely absolute outsiders up against the Penrith Panthers. So I'm going to put you out of your misery. I'll say I'm definitely on the Panthers. Uh, Solid, let's go to you. Yeah, definitely on the Panthers, Lee, definitely. That's really easy. Uh, Why will the Big Red V beat the Panthers? Well, firstly, they're at home. Um, Francis Molo and also Georgie Burgess start. Well, Georgie Burgess is off the bench, but they get a start tonight against the Panthers. Um, yeah, look, it's going to be a tough one. Panthers took a little while to warm up last week when they beat Manly, but uh, once they got going, they went all right. But, yeah, they're going to make it difficult for them down there at um, that start of Jubilee, so yeah, I'm going to be at the Dragons, obviously. Yeah, all right. Well, I think they might start that barbecue early down there, uh, and there might be more, <laughs> than a few of them, more than a few of them hiding in the cupboards and under the beds by the end of this game. But anyway, we'll see how we go. You never know. All right, Sydney Cricket Ground uh, at five past seven, the Sydney Roosters take on the Manly Seagulls. Uh, there's not a lot uh, that's dividing these as far as the betting is concerned, so uh, let's see what we can do to cruel them. Uh, who do you think, Gov? Yeah, look, this is a tough game, actually. Both these sides last week were out of sorts. I'm just not sure. The Knights um, got the Roosters last week. It was probably a little bit embarrassing for the Roosters, so I'm assuming uh, Trent Robinson's addressed that at training. And having said that, I'm assuming Desi uh, Hasler's also addressed their loss last week. So it's a really tough one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to go the Roosters because I just think that they might have a bit more firepower and they might have got a bit more backside kicking. I'm on the Roosters because I don't think they're going to lose two in a row, but I'm, I, I don't know that Manly's going to lose too many two in a row throughout the year either. Uh, solid, what do you think? 
Yeah, well, the Eagles started pretty slow last year, but they did start without Trevojevic, and then they hit their straps. But he had, they had all the guns last week, so did the Roosters. They were both disappointing. I yeah. went with both those, and they were both lose. I'm going to stick with the Eagles to get up over the Roosters, only because you two have picked the other team. All right, sounds good to me. Uh, into Super Saturday, and we kick it off at Seabus Super Stadium. Two o'clock in the afternoon, Gold Coast Titans up against the Warriors. Uh, the Titans go into this one roaring favourites. Would you agree with that, Gov? Yeah, look, I think so. I see the Warriors got Reese Walsh back. That's going to help their attack. And, and um, Solid will probably talk more about this, but Ash Taylor kicks off at uh, halfback. Look, the Titans, they got rolled by the Eels last week, um, just got rolled, so they're a chance uh, at home. I think they can atone. I do too. I think the Titans, uh, and of course Solid, uh, with an association over the years with the Titans, uh, you sticking Solid with them as you do. Yeah, look, they only just went down to the powerhouse of rugby league last week for Eels. So, it's true. You know, if you can get within four points of them, you're probably good to beat everybody else. So, um, but it is good to see Ash Taylor, the Toowoomba boy, uh, he's uh, training trial with the Warriors has uh, ended up in a one-year contract and uh, he, he'll be relishing that. He was in good humour when we were talking to him the other month, so he's looking forward to his season and all the pressure's off him, but I'm going to go with the Titans at the home ground advantage. I'll do the same. All right, uh, then into, well, match of the round uh, as the uh, the powerhouse, as you call them, solid, uh, the Parramatta Eels go in again, betting favourites over the Cronulla Sharks. So I'm solid number two, as you know, so I'm on the Eels, so I'll <laughs> Come to solid in a moment. Gov, uh, which way do you see this one going? You tipped the Eels for us last week and they got up. Are you going to stick with them? Well, clearly you and Solid have been on the uh, sponsor's product already oh, today. Absolutely, yes. Oh, go bottom rugby up, league. Go wow. Bottom up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, dear. Brad Arthur's got a few concerns now, I can tell you. Yeah, look, the Sharks, they run into the Eels, and as you alluded to, Eels are on fire. Um, this is going to be a tougher game than when the Sharks went down to the Raiders, so I'm on the Eels. Oh, good on you, mate. All right. And uh, Solid, I know you'll be sticking Solid as you always do. Oh, without saying, mate, you, you can sort of normally bypass them when it's the Eels. I, I always go with them. So they'll be too good for the Sharks. They're uh, they're on a roll now, one in a row, so get ready for them to make it to. And you watch, you watch. They get beaten by the Sharks. He'll be straight off of next week. He'll be yeah, dead set off of next week. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. They're playing the storm. That's right. I know where you'll be going. Uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Now take uh, North Queensland Cowboys and the Canberra Raiders. Six thirty-five Saturday night. Uh, which way do you see this one going? Solid. Yeah, look, this will be a good game. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Actually, I like the way they had a bit of resilience. They were down against the Sharks. They fought back to uh, get the win right on the cusp of full time, and Cowboys weren't overly impressive. They they let it go away. They couldn't score last week, so I'll go with the Raiders, mate. All right, uh, no I don't know. Yeah, sorry to the butcher. Uh, I'm I'm probably on the Raiders as well. Uh, are we going to spoil them with a uh, a three way on top of the Raiders? Uh, what do you reckon, Gov? Absolutely, Butcher's in big trouble. Yeah, oh. look, the Raiders fight for halfback position. Um, Schneider, um, well, he's out with COVID, so they haven't got a, a, a recognised halfback. Matt Frawley drops into there. Um, Jason Tomilo's having a bit of trouble with the coach up at the Cowboys, but I think the Raiders just might have enough under the bonnet to get away with this. All right, well, that's the best news that Todd Payton's had in a very long time, I would imagine. There's no doubt about that. Uh, things haven't quite worked out with the multi-million dollar man up there, it would seem. So he's got to have some good news. We're all on the Raiders, so there's something for you, Todd. Uh, into uh, the Sunday games, McDonald Jade Stadium, Newcastle Knights, West Tigers. Uh, gee whiz, uh, I, I, I don't even know with this one. Toss of a coin, but I'm going the Newcastle Knights, solid. 
Yeah, look, I'm going to the Knights. They were impressive last week. Yeah. So were the Tigers. They were tough against the Storm. They really toughed it out. Uh, Storm were just too good at the end. But Knights were impressive. I'm going to go with them at home to continue on. All right. Uh, I mean, I hope that they can find some consistency. That was their problem last year. Garvin, the reason I say I just don't know. But I'm going the Knights. What are you? Yeah, yeah. Look, I think uh, I agree with Solid, actually. The Knights, um, they got the East last week. They get the other point of the compass this week. But they get West. Um, yeah, at home for me, Tigers. Uh, Knights, I should say. Knights, and then Acor Stadium, quarter past five. Canterbury Dogs, Brisbane Broncos. Say, uh, uh, gee, again, a bit of a toss of a coin, but uh, the Broncos have got the betting on this one. I, I just think the Dogs are, are still going to struggle for a bit this year. So I'm on the Broncos. Which way are you seeing this one, Gov? Yeah, look, this is a tough game. Um, South was pretty ordinary last week uh, against the Broncos. Tessie News back, and I see Adam Reynolds returns. He'll um, steer him around the paddock a little bit. So, yeah, I'm going to go the dogs in a really tough one only because Ooh, they're at home. Okay, he's on the doggies. Uh, Solid, do you agree with that? Jeez, I don't know. Now you have both taken one side of the coin each. So, yeah. Uh, look, Bulldogs, great alliance with the uh, Western Clydesdale. that helped them get home last oh, week, I'm going to tell everyone. Oh, of so, course. You're um, solid as a rock. Broncos yeah. were more impressive last week in defence than they've been all the previous year. Um, and as uh, Gov just said, with Reynolds back, I think that's going to be a big difference along with Tessie Anu. I'm going to go with the Broncos just over the Bulldogs. So what's that? One week, Gov? Was yeah, that one week, week on in a row. the new yeah. association with the Canterbury Bulldogs, the major sponsor uh, link now to the uh, the Western Clydesdales, getting us back to the intro, to the Q, Q Cup, and look what he does. Week number two. You spent two. half an hour last week talking him up. Now he just jumped off. He's spending Well, if I was in front of the tipping contest, I'm, I might have went the other way, but I've oh. got to go with my head and on my heart. That will dead set do me. Uh, <laughs> the rest of Toowoomba loves you. Uh, the rest of the region loves you, Bulldogs. Uh, thank you for your association. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, and that is the Smelly Boot for another week. Uh, and don't forget, you can check it all out on our podcast. Download the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R, and look for this uh, rabble on the podcast and enjoy the footy. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a good one, guys. You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious. And remember when times were simpler and to cheat on an exam, you'd simply turn up with long sleeves and an armful of answers scribbled in Sharpie. Well, not in this modern era of technology. A medical student in India has come under scrutiny after he was allegedly caught cheating with a micro Bluetooth device believed to be surgically implanted in his ear. It was the student's final attempt on Monday to clear the exam after repeatedly failing it since getting admission into the college 11 years ago. The student was sitting the exam at the Mahatma Gandhi Memorial Medical College when he was found with a mobile phone in the inner pocket of his trouser, which was connected to a Bluetooth device. Eventually, instructors discovered he had a skin-coloured micro-Bluetooth device fixed in his ear by an ENT surgeon. But a further investigation has revealed a truth far more shocking than just cheating on an exam when they discovered what he was actually listening to. It's footy tipping at its best, the smelly boot. Oh, dear God. And when renowned Japanese conglomerate Kawasaki announced it was releasing the GOAT, many assumed it was the greatest of all-time motorbike that would be put on show. Instead, 
It was actually a goat. Well, sort of. At the International Robot Exhibition in Japan's capital, Tokyo, Kawasaki has revealed a rideable robot in the shape of a goat. The machine is called Bex, which many riders needed along with a good lie down after that reveal. During the presentation, the four-legged robot trotted safely but rather slowly across the stage while an employee with a helmet sat rather awkwardly on the bizarre electric vehicle. Well, no one expected that and the backlash from fans was swift. And you know the old adage, despite years of good work, it only takes one goat. You cannot be serious! We are loving our flock of 80s Fridays uh, and it is always great to catch up with artists that were very influential to me throughout that time, having started in 1981, coming out of the, the punk scene of Western Australia. Uh, they were the Le Hoodoo Gurus and of course we know them as Hoodoo Gurus and they've got some brand new music which I can tell you is absolutely brilliant and as always I'm thrilled to uh, say good day to a bloke that I used to call my uncle. I have to be honest, he's not really, but it got me in a lot of concerts back in the day. Dave Faulkner, good morning. <laughs> Hi, Lee, my my de- my nephew, my <laughs> rogue <right>. nephew. <laughs> I was absolutely rogue. I'd, I'd show my driver's license at the front door, and they'd go, yeah, you're right, mate, come on in. Uh, so, <laughs> my apologies. So I didn't let threw... me in. That's the funny thing yeah, about it. They would have probably said, right. no, you can't come in. You look bad. Oh, uh, look, they, <laughs> they were great days. I mean, uh, do, you, do, you miss the, do you miss the days, uh, that, those early days of the grind? I mean, you're, you're there now, I but do. do you miss that, that, that grind back in the day? Yeah, it wasn't a grind to us. We just loved playing anyway. And, and you know, when you've got a, a full house of excited people, it's not hard to have fun, you know. We, we we loved it, you know. And playing on a Monday night and having a, a full house, I mean, it's unthinkable now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, back yes. in the 80s, you know. Be, uh, and the reason is, you know, I think back then we didn't have any, um, you know, dating apps. So people would go out on a Monday night <laughs> to meet. right. Exactly right. <laughs> and so they'd meet someone, they'd think, well, I, want, I like someone that likes the hoodoo gurus. So, I, you know, if I meet someone that's like, you know, that has the same interests as me, I'll probably get on with them. And so that's, we were like their chat room. What a way to think of it. I've never thought of that. That is absolutely brilliant. All right. I want to talk about this new album because it is just brilliant. Uh, let's let's start right from the, the name of the album. Uh, is this yeah. a, a throwback, Chariots of the Gods, is this a, a nod to the German documentary of a of a similar name? Because as I look yeah, at the... Yeah, it was a, actually it was a book first. Yes. Uh, Eric von Daniken, it was, it was, it was plural, Chariots of the That's Gods. That's right, yes. But ours is singular just to show I've, that because... I've watched I've seen this uh, this this uh, documentary about yeah, well, aliens coming and all that sort of It's a fantasy movie. It's, well, that's right. Yes, <laughs> it's all about uh, spacemen coming to you know aliens coming and building the pyramids and Stonehenge and you know, and Easter, Easter Island statues and you know and being in cave paintings up in the Kimberleys. Yeah. You know, they had he had all these sort of you know sort of bits and pieces that he cobbled together and made into a theory. But you know it was sort of a, it was a bit. Ex- Interesting at the time, and you know, we kind of liked the idea. It was, a, it was an interesting concept, but yep. you know, I mean, I don't, I don't buy it. So we, we just kind of like the uh, that kind of corniness of that, and the, and the you know, the house of curiosity it was. You know, back then it was a bit craze at the time. Yes, absolutely. I mean, people people nowadays you could probably compare it to the Da Vinci Code, how big that was. Okay. You know, and a similar thing. You know, because you know he cobbled together all these clues out of paintings and things. You know, putting connecting it to the. the you know the, what they call them the um, uh, Crusaders and stuff like that. But yes. uh, you know it's all again. You know it's all made up stuff. You know there's no no real truth to it. So anyway, we just sort of thought we'd revive that that silly book 
Um, and um, also, you know, it's, it's kind of it's striking cover art, having a, having a spaceship flying over. A <laughs> it looks brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It really so, does. It, it stands out. There's no doubt about that. Is I mean, is the cover art still important? Because, you know, obviously we download music now instead of those. I used to love going in the record store and you'd flip through and how many times I picked up an album, thought I don't know who that is, but that cover art, that gets me. I want to, you know, is, is that still important out there? Well, well, it was to me because I yeah. designed it. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, but I didn't do the logo, but I did the actual picture. But um, wow. you know, collaged it. But um, the, we still have you know CDs, of course, and yeah. uh, there is a vinyl yeah. edition of the album as well. So I you know, it's important, really. And a and a blue vinyl version too, which I just that's love. right, exactly. Yeah, oh. we, we love to coloured code. Takes me back to the old picture disc days. I used to love it, collecting those back in the day too. You know, anyone put out a picture disc? I was there. I look, you had a bit of a a, a person change uh, leading up yes. to this. And, and you, you, I believe you, you got in the studio for the very first time. Was it Answered Prayers? Was the, Answered was the first Prayers one? it was. Uh, and it was before COVID actually hit. We, okay. We, we, we recorded a single just to kind of try it out. It was our first time with our new drummer, Nick. Yeah. He's been with us actually on and off for six years now, okay. which is kind of crazy. Yes. But, um, but our, our old drummer, Mark, wanted to retire. Yeah. And uh, he didn't want to do an album, basically, because he wanted to wind back his involvement in music and um, he went away and then he came back again so Nick had to go away again until Mark you know sort of worked out his you know whether he was coming or going and finally he was going again so uh, Nick came back and then we started getting serious about making some new music for the first time in a long time I would imagine a bit of trepidation there. I mean, with a with a new member and and whether it was, or not you know was yeah. was it going to gel that. and was it going to work because you one hundred percent yeah yeah totally um you know we and you know we because the chemistry thing is is a really major part of it I mean something that I came to realise when we broke up, um, you know, 1998, we did the last show, we thought forever. And uh, then when we came back six years later, um, because I'd written some songs and I couldn't see anyone else that could play them the right way, um, the the feeling we had when we, you know, rejoined was like we'd stepped off stage the day before. It was really weird. So I knew there was something special going on there. And so we we were, you know, pretty kind of concerned that, you know, will we still have that magic with Nick? And... Luckily, we do because he's. I mean, we've got a different kind of feeling, but it's you know, Nick's added his own stamp on it, and it's um, amazing. So the record's turned out the way it is, and you know, people seem to be loving what they're hearing. Is there a song about Mark? Because am I right in saying that one of your big hits, "I Want You Back," wasn't about uh, a failed relationship, but was about a band member that had left, and you hope that it one was. day down the track you they'd be like, very, "You've you've done your homework, <laughs> Lee." Um, <laughs> that was about well, basically because Rod Riddell's quit the band. Yes, um, who was one of the people that formed the band with me, along with Kimball Rendell. And um, Rod wanted to lead his own band, and he quit. But he, the weird thing was, you know, he wasn't pushed out or anything. He just decided he wanted to have his own band, so he, he moved on. But he was sort of bad-mouthing us afterwards. Yeah. You know, like, sort of strange, you know. So I wrote a song kind of like capturing that sort of feeling of like, you know, you'll regret it one day, my dear. Yes. Leading me. <laughs> <laughs> so will there be one for Mark somewhere down the track? No, no, because no. Mark, I mean, there's no, there's no bad well, feelings or anything no, like that. I mean, Mark really gave... His, you know, his life to the Hoodoo Gurus, and yeah. he's really just saying, I need a rest now, and I really want to do Fair other enough. things. Fair enough. Yeah, he's hung up. He, he hasn't, sadly, he, he, we had the Christmas lunch together last year. Yes. Christmas time, we, we get together with some, you know, like Clive was there as well, our old bass player. And um, we have a band, Neil, and Mark said, you know, he hadn't picked up a drumstick since he left the band, apart from to stir a tin of paint. <laughs> Cheer up, <dear. laughs> Which is a shame, you know, because he's such a great drummer and it's yeah. a big loss of music, you know, so... Uh, but, um, you know, he's had his fill.
Well, there's some magnificent songs on this. Answered Prayers, uh, I Come From Your Future, Don't Try To Save My Soul, I, I love it. Uh, Carry On would be my favourite at the moment off the album. I've had to listen to that about five times. Uh, I'm just loving that. Uh, got To Get You Out Of My Life, I, I, I got a little Velvet Underground sort of sound uh, from that. I don't know whether you were looking for that or not, but that was how oh, I... No, that was a sort of tribute sort of... in us, you know, as musicians. We love them and they influenced us. Oh. So when we, we were kind of paying homage, but, you know, okay. we're doing... In oh, our own sort of way, you know, kind of make it like the guru is doing it. You know, of course, yeah. you can't be the Velvet Underground. It's a bit hard. Well, but, um, yeah, I thought it was very, very good. Uh, and the poignant lyrics of Hang With The Girls, I, I mean, something, you know, uh, so very, very poignant for so many people uh, that will listen to that song and really take a message out of that. Well, I think it's, 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 it's funny. beautiful, I think I've that got song. A different, yeah, well, the song is basically just, it's, it's, it's what it's not talking about is just as important as what it is talking about. So yes. it's not talking about, uh, you know, gender dysphoria or and it's not talking about sexuality it's talking about gender roles yes and uh, you know we all play roles and you know we shouldn't get too hung up on them you know let kids be whoever they are and you know they'll grow to be whatever they're going to be you don't need to kind of make them decide at the age of seven or nine, what you know, what they're going to be for the rest of their life, they don't know anyway. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more. As a as a dad too, I couldn't agree more uh, with exactly that. I I got to tell you, this is just an absolute cracker of an album. It is out right now. It's called Chariot uh, of the Gods, and uh, you've got to hear it if you're a Huda Gurus fan, you're an Oz Rock Music fan. Make sure you get yourself aside this Chariot of the Gods by the Huda Gurus out right now. And of course, uh, to see them live, as we got the taste of that with uh, the Red Hot Summer tour. Last year is the ultimate way to see the Hoodoo Gurus. Uh, Dave Faulkner, all the best with the uh, continued success of the band, the new album and the tour, uh, which uh, is happening uh, about the place right now. And I thank you for your time as always. Thank you, Lee. And I'm loving the 80s, so keep playing a few of those 80s songs for me, mate. <laughs> well, it's my favourite time of the week. We get to talk all things food and uh, music today, yes, with Kristen O'Brien from Dine Darling Downs. Good morning. Good morning, Lee, and music. Who doesn't love music yes, on a Friday? <laughs> absolutely. Isn't it great after, you know, two years of on and again, off again, lockdowns and all the disruptions, a big night tonight for our local performers, the Empire Theatre opening night of their major performance for 2022, We Will Rock You. because uh, the music by Queen uh, and the script written by very funny man Ben Elton. Uh, and since its release in 2002, did you know, over 16 million theatre goers worldwide have gone to see this production. It's here wow. now for us in Toowoomba. It's going to be incredible. Oh, I'm just so looking forward to this. It will be a great night. Hit songs, brilliant performances. We just can't wait to see We Will Rock You. It starts tonight, as you mentioned, at the Empire Theatre, an insanely talented local cast, and it runs right through until March 26th. We've actually got tickets for Sunday, Lee, and uh, because we're going to go to the matinee on Sunday and then head off to the Met Hotel because they're having a matinee after party at 5 o'clock this Sunday and then we get to rock on to more tunes from the show. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Good on you, Costa and the team there at the Met uh, having a We Will Rock You After Party on Sunday. That sounds just like us. Uh, the show does run until the following Sunday, the 26th of March, so make sure you get onto the Empire Theatre website, grab yourself some tickets, you won't be disappointed. Uh, and what we'd love to see happen, of course, is all of the region to get out, come and support this local production and on your way to or from the show, go to a local pub, go to a local cafe, go to a local restaurant or bar and just enjoy and support our great local industry. Oh, exactly. Dine Going Downs are teaming up with some of our fabulous local hospitality businesses to put together some great pre-show or post-show options for you. 
starting with a cocktail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yum. Uh, and the first one from the team at Cork and Lever, a gorgeous little boutique bar in Margaret Street. Uh, this cocktail is made using one of our favourites, Homestead Gin from Peachy yeah. Distillery. Yes, and named after one of the show songs, the Innuendo cocktail features a peachy gin, fresh raspberries, citrus house syrup, pineapple and crushed Persian rose petals. Just to finish it off, yum. Wow, that sounds amazing. Then over at uh, Uva Wine Bar in Rutherford Street, you can try the uh, It's a Kind of Magic cocktail, another show song, of course. This one is the purple gin based uh, topped with sparkling rosé and lemonade. Definitely a great way to start your night out. It is. And not to be outdone, the boys Jack and Joey at George Banks have put together the crazy little thing called Love Cocktail. <laughs> We're really getting into this theme. And um, they will actually sing to you, Lee, while they make the cocktail. Get How out. <laughs> yeah. That is fair. That's sing like the, the movie cocktail uh, with Tom Cruise. How good is that? All right. Yeah. I, I Look, this is going to be a fantastic 10 days in our CBD. We will rock you to musical opening night at the Empire Theatre tonight. Get your tickets and get out on the town and enjoy. Get out on the town. Don't miss this one. A great show and a great time to plan a night out with friends in Toowoomba. Yeah, and of course you can plan your next night out just by going to the website, dinedarlingdowns.com.au and we will talk to you again next week. Look forward to it. Very good morning to my cafe guest this morning, uh, the one and only Ruby Slippers. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, <laughs> How are you, darling? I'm very well. It's very early. It is very early. <laughs> and Ali Martel, good, good morning. How are you? Well, thank you, Lee. Good morning. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's have a chat about this uh, because I think we've been seeing this play out now for some time. The very first time that we saw Naomi Osaka, uh, you know, really suffering uh, at the hands of a loss and then press conferences and so forth, uh, that descended into her not wanting to play in tournaments uh, and then, you know, obviously announcing to the world and that, that would be very tough to do for a young woman uh, that she's suffering with some mental health issues. Uh, back on the courts again and this recent breakdown comes on the back of somebody in the crowd heckling. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's a shame that there are grubs that, that want to do that sort of thing. But it is a part of sport uh, in particular. And not probably not just sport, Ruby. You've been an entertainer up on stages all over the place. I can only imagine uh, that you copped your fair share of, of hecklers, oh. uh, you know, from down the... Fa- and, look, most of the time it was me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love you. Those underpants. Yeah, no, that's true. right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. You know what? It's like you said there, Lee. I know that Andy Murray was saying that... It's a terrible thing, yeah. but it's all part of the game and we have to, you know, brace ourselves. Yep. He said it's okay for a little bit of stuff here and there because it keeps you going, gets you wound up too sometimes yes. and uh, really into it. But there is a, you know, we need to stop. Like bitter and twisted people need to stop. But it does happen in lots of lots of areas. And yeah. it, I can't help but laugh because you just, it's the first time I've thought about it. You just brought it up. Mm about being in a band as a singer in a band yeah. and and copying it. And, I mean, I'll go back, way back, not so much now. I think my audiences are, are much older. Yes. And they're more far refined. more mature. Yes. And, and you know, <laughs> lots of them are at aged care. <laughs> 
They can't hear you. No, but it's okay. Aged care is okay. I love performing there. It's a great place to perform. Does Saturday afternoons at the Gladys Moncrief home for the uh, Absolutely. That's right. But I have to tell you, I will never forget the Brigalow Bikie Convention back in 1983. It was the 5th of March when Bob Hawke became Prime Minister that I was heckled to the max. I think I was 16 years old. I cried five times on stage. And I can't repeat what they were saying. No, absolutely not. But it brought you to tears. But it, I'm, I'm assuming toughened me up. Toughened you up a bit. Toughened me Gave up. Gave you a skin and Ooh. thought, okay, <laughs> we won't, we won't let that. Uh, I, I guess the the thing is, Ali, if you if you're going to put yourself out there and you're going to play at top mm. level, uh, that's criticism from journalists, uh, hecklers on the side of the court. All of these things are part and parcel. Is more the issue that perhaps. Not everything is for everyone. So maybe does Naomi Osaka need to look at herself and say, I'm not built mentally to be in the public eye, so I need to go and do something else with my life. Is that a fair thing? Or Build on it. I mean, I I don't know how you stop criticism online and and at the court, if not. It's, it's, look, it's hard and it's horrible to see her and anyone being that upset. Mm. And I think, though, the thing is that she's getting abuse, which, as Ruby and I have discussed for a long time, we can cop a bit of heckling if it's clever. So maybe the standards have slipped. And so the people that are saying, you know, Naomi, you suck. Well, that's just not even clever, is it? There's nothing in that, is there? idiot with a big mouth that should be stopped. Yeah. Um, And it's just annoying. I don't know why she would respond to that because it's not clever enough. No. To be really hurtful. It's just stupid. What happened to have a go, you mug? Have yeah. a go, you mug. You know, Absolutely. that's funny at cricket. That yeah. People used to oh. say that and people would laugh. Yes. Well, the cricketers are the best sledges of all. Yeah. They are brilliant. So they maybe Even the crowd too. I mean, yeah. I remember Matty Hayden famously walking off after getting out for a duck uh, and he thought, oh, I'm going to cop some sledging. And the worst sledge that he got was a bloke yelled out and said, hey, Matty, your chicken curry is terrible <laughs> uh, because he'd just written yes. a cookbook yes. about yes. Uh, and he'd had the chicken. He yes. reckons it was terrible. That would hurt. So that hurt. That, that hurt him. He still hasn't got over that. <laughs> but just say it's clever. So if you're going to be a heckler, you need to be a master heckler. And that's what Ruby and I have discussed this before. Mm. The Ruby and Ali school of heckling, oh. jeering and insults. Oh, okay. We oh, just think it. we could help people. Oh, you've heard it here first, folks. Yes. You've because heard it here first. Then they could arrive at a sporting oh, event with a little card. I am a master heckler. <laughs> yeah, master heckler. Master oh, dear, heckler. Yes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. yes. Not just common abuse, uh, because that's, oh, that's just nasty. There's well, no doubt about you. Yeah, we, we don't want that. No, no we no. don't want common stuff. No, absolutely. <laughs> These two, they sound like the two old blokes and the Muppets. I know. Uh, oh, like Waldorf boom, and yeah, Statler in here. Still, get him off, boo. <laughs> oh, I don't know about the boo. Should we know we don't like the boo. Do we want the boo or not? No, we don't want the boo. So do people in the public eye have to accept that this sort of thing is just part of it and you just pull your head in and move on if you don't? like it, it's time to leave, or do we, I don't know, try to control the crowd, change the rules, find people in the crowd who who heck, I mean, goodness, I don't know, I just think it's part of the sport. Find mindfulness, that's what people say. Yeah, right. Find mindfulness. Okay. You know, get within one's Um, mind and get yourselves ready to uh, just go up against it. Well, I think she's just either got to accept the fact that this is what life is, or she... She leaves the game. She's got to fire up a bit. Better. Absolutely. Maybe <laughs> see, that's the game. See, go. we can teach that too in the court. Oh, okay. We can 
bring the sports people in and give them some good comebacks. Have a go, you mug. <laughs> oh, fair to give. It's a quarter past eight, one triple three five three. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Naomi Osaka, is it time for her to leave the sport? Because if you haven't got the thick enough skin, you've got to go. Is it right to be putting the onus back on the people that uh, criticise her and that heckle her? Uh, do we need to change the rules there? One triple three five three. We'd love to hear from you. It's a quarter past eight. That's the cafe. Thanks to Milk and Honey and Street Toowoomba. Thank you to my guest, Ruby Slippers, Ali Martell. Thanks, Lee. And look out for the uh, the school of heckling coming to the Garden City. Triple M.